Sometimes these stories have a lot of substance. Sometimes the stories are just stories that illustrate a fact that, is this really happening? Because we're expecting news for reasonable people. Today's story, not reasonable at all. That's why we're reading it. This is some wild stuff. Seattle Park vandalized by man with stolen excavator. Nearby residents express frustrations. Now, <laughs> all right, let's jump into it. Here we go. And the reason I laugh and the reason that I bring up nearby residents, we're expressing some frustrations. What this should have said is, what in the F is the bombed out of his mind homeless dude without a shirt on, probably? What's he doing stealing an excavator? And then running it to a local park, and then he's excavating out a pad to build his own cabin in a well-known park. That is how is that happening? It's not nearby residents express frustrations. We are mildly frustrated with what this individual has done. He took an excavator into a park and he was going to make his own cabin. Yeah, could you imagine some dude in New York City? taking an excavator and just going into Central Park and just, ah, I mean, it's already pretty flat here. I don't have to do much in the way of you know ground control. I, I, that slope, the terrain, the grade level, it's pretty good here. So I just got to move just the top layer of dirt. This guy here, he's working with, he's working with a pretty, pretty steep terrain. So he's got to move some dirt. I mean, you got to let a guy build his own cabin with the stolen excavator, right? He brought in some, he brought in some <laughs> wood pallets because they're free. You can find them in the back of loading docks. Uh, how is this happening? Oh, you got a bunch of nut jobs running around. And Seattle, this is what you wanted. This is what you get. Deal with it. I know you're upset about your park having some trees taken down and it, you know, the tracks of the excavator kind of ruined the park. You got a bunch of mental people running around, whacked out of their mind on drugs that you okayed. So this is part and parcel of you pay for what you get. Residents near Dr. Jose Rizal Dog Park in the Beacon Hill neighborhood of Seattle were frustrated. After a man in a stolen excavator ripped through the parking, the park knocking down trees and destroying plants. Good Lord, we can't have those plants being destroyed. There are people dying by the hundreds out on the streets from fentanyl overdose. But we got we got to work we got to work on these plants and trees and no excavators for us. Can't have that. Where is this? All right. It's right here. Here's this little this little red guy right here, right? Okay, so let's back out just a little bit so you get an idea where you are. Okay. No, we don't want to do it. We want to go back out. Here's Mercer Island, here's Bellevue. I live up over there. Here is downtown. Here's the Space Needle. This is downtown Seattle in there. So that's kind of the overview of where this is. So you come across I-90, 520 is right up over here, the two major east-west bridges. As you get to I-5, this is one of the biggest interchanges, traffic volume in the United States, in western Washington. Um, should I don't know why I said United States. Maybe it is. Don't know. But in, in, in here in Western Washington, this is a massive amount of traffic. And right here at the park, yep, you guessed it. That's where our, <laughs> our rogue build me a cabin dude is located. It's an urban 
urban area. Witnesses said it took police a while to respond and add it wasn't the first time they've seen that man around there. He's whacked out of his mind on drugs. Guaranteed, right? Genevieve, Courtney, or just whacked out of his mind. Take your pick. Either way, the guy's off his rocker a little bit because he's just like, I'm just going to build myself a cabin. I'm, I'm sure this will be fine. They're going to let me. Who needs a permit? Who needs, who needs anything? So Genevieve Courtney, who claims to have witnessed the whole incident, said she noticed a guy driving the stolen excavator around 6.30 p.m. local time on Saturday, recklessly and damaging the city park. That's not good. All right. So you got a bunch of tracks. Yeah. You take an excavator into a soggy, wet park. It's all green in Seattle in kind of early winter, which is where we're in. We've had some rainfall. Excavator's just going to tear up the ground, especially when you start digging in because you're going to put yourself a cabin there. Courtney said that she called 911 about six times before officers got there. That's pretty good. I mean, only six times. That's not bad. And they came? Wow. I mean, she must have some pull with the cops. The man was still inside the stolen excavator when Courtney said police were able to arrest him. I couldn't find the video. <laughs> the video was was like she she was calling it she was calling it in. The guy's on an excavator. I mean, does he have a weapon, ma'am? Does he have a knife? Does he have a gun? No, he's got a big stolen excavator. And it, it it's a good size one. It is not a small excavator. So this guy in another lifetime, he had some mad skills driving big equipment, right? And then he you know, something snapped in his psyche and now he's just running around terrifying the neighborhood. Residents in the area said they saw a man dropping off wood pallets with a different kind of heavy machinery a few days ago in the park, in the forest, where you've got a dog park area. So heavy machinery, ah, just dropping off some pallets. Don't mind me. Just ah, I'm going to come back to that. They voiced their frustrations and fears about a man who was able to steal that kind of equipment. Yes. Yes, I understand that. I mean, that, that that makes sense. You're frustrated that some whacked out nut job drug addict is driving a piece of heavy equipment through your park. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. All right. But who do you really have to blame? You got to blame somebody. Got to blame somebody in this equation. Who's it going to be? What's that going to look like? It's scary seeing someone with a big excavator going through the park. Yep. Yep. It's supposed to be. Because you know why? They're not supposed to be there. Yeah, you got nut jobs living in your community on drugs. Oh, we just thought we were being compassionate, letting them live wherever the F they want. Well, now they're building their own personal cabins wherever they want, including your parks. I'm sure it'll work out fine. I mean, we just need to have some more tolerance. We need to have some more inclusion into the community. You know, the diversity. We, You know, excavators, they're a different breed. You need to bring them in and welcome them to the community as well. It's scary seeing someone with a big excavator going through the park, and it could have been a lot worse of a situation, and he could have hurt people with it. He could have hurt more property with it, said Courtney. Yeah, probably. Could have. So you're probably lucky that it happened the way it was. Did he have a, a weapon? Nah, just just a big excavator. Yep. This has also caused frustration from people who have been working on planting trees and beautifying the park. Many said the damage will take a while to restore. 
Well, that's 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 what happens when you've got living objects in the park, namely trees and plants and grass and whatnot, and, and you just tear it apart with a piece of big equipment. That's what happens. That's kind of how this goes. Because you have allowed people to live willy-nilly wherever, not be in a mental institution. Mm, drugs are okay. Hey, drugs are good. Take some. Live your life wherever the F you want. But then we're going to draw the line on the city park with you and the excavator. That's a hard no-go. <laughs> yeah, are you even shocked? Does this even surprise you one iota? Not really. Not really. But that's why we're, that's why we're reading, reading it here. This is a storyline that shouldn't be happening. Some dude steals an excavator and goes into a park and starts going ham. Como News has reached out to the Seattle Police Department to find out more information about this man's arrest and how he was able to get a hold of an excavator. <laughs> We're waiting to hear back with more information. Now, there was somewhere else in here. Uh, oh, yeah. This is really small writing, so I got to get in here close. So pallets placed near where a man was using a stolen excavator to knock down trees and, quote, build a cabin at Dr. Jose. Okay, so that's where I got. So it's that little tiny caption that I got from. He's just going to build a cabin. Nothing. No big deal. I mean, you allowed a tiny home to be built on the Mercer Street encampment. Why shouldn't this guy in the middle of a, you know, urban oasis park be able to, why shouldn't he be able to just, you know, excavate out a little footprint and put some pallets in there. And then, you know, he's, he's got his foundation for his tent and then he can take the guy wires and hook them up to trees and then he can cut some steps in and then he can bring some rocks in and he can bring his barbecue in, bring his rusted out cars. I mean, let's just turn this into a hellhole. Yeah. And that's what happens to park after park after park after park. They get overrun that way, right? And we've got this in, in the cities like Seattle. We're so compassionate that we're just like, ah, oh, yeah, okay. All right. Just do your own thing. But could you make it only a two story cabin? You know, that last one you did, that was three stories. That was too much, too much. Need you to cut it down here. And we need you to not, you know, jack the power and have that big, huge power cord. Could you make it a, a little less of a bright orange one that you're bringing in here? Because people are complaining about, you know, your illegal power, all that stuff that goes on, right? Is this really shocking? Absolutely not. But it's a fun story to read, isn't it? It's, it's kind of like, what did you expect would happen? And that's what these stories are. So I wanted to read that. And then the other storyline that is going on that is happening in pretty large numbers from the standpoint of cities all across the United States are kind of at that point where they are saying, no, you can't just live willy nilly wherever you want in your homeless encampment. A lot of cities are saying that. The methadone mile is being cleared out of Boston right now. I've talked about that. Portland is going to start, they're going to claim that they're going to start enacting their no daytime urban camping in the city of Portland in proximity to schools and a bunch of this other criteria. Well, anyway, you can't be in your tent. You can't camp there between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m., something along those lines. They're going to be enforcing that. So what does that really look like? What does all this look like? 
had another huge encampment over in Ballard, the one that I went over and shot a bunch of footage of because the target over in that area in the Ballard area is being closed down. Number one, because it was a small footprint store. And number two, the absolute nut jobs and the people just doing all the shenanigans in the encampment, 40, 43 tents, I think were swept out of the Ballard encampment. Uh, you know, they're stealing from these stores continuously and doing all their other stuff doing all their other nefarious activities. And finally, something happened with the UW medical um, facility in that area, and something bad happened. So, the, you know, police are like, all right, we're going to clear out. And they're finally given the okay. City says, let's do a sweep, and they get rid of the encampment. But you're seeing this happen on a regular basis. And I think actually a lot of what's happening is that you've got resources now competing for the homeless encampment dollars from the illegal immigrants. So you've got some pressure there. So we got to sweep out those camps, get those people kind of squared away because we need more room to, 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 to build more encampments because we've totally run out of resources because we're a sanctuary city for all these other folks coming into town. And Chicago, same exact way. Chicago is now giving their illegal immigrants 60 days notice. Notice after 60 days they've been in these places. And they're saying, hey, you got to be out of here. We got more people coming. Sanctuary City, until Sanctuary City no longer is really all that conducive to, to running a city. Did you guys hear about that uh, big uh, hurricane, big tropical storm that ripped through where was it? Cancun down in Mexico? Hardly a word about that, right? It got rocked, and yet you hardly heard anything. Maybe it's because you've got this whole Israeli-Palestine deal going on. I've been watching that pretty closely. That is some crazy stuff happening there. You know what drives me crazy, though, <clears throat> is so much of the stuff is based on this one story, you know, just a story of a three-year-old underneath the bed, the mom was loaded up with bombs, or the mom was put under the bed, loaded up with bombs, little Johnny had to watch his mom get shot. You know, that stuff is tough to take. It's stories that need to be told, but just this constant diet of it, mm, and just seeing people, you know, uh, Israeli defense forces, are they're going after Hamas, they're going to eradicate them, whatever that means. They're going to, you know, blow them up in, in the 300 miles of tunnels that they've got under Gaza City, right? So you've got that going on. That just started happening, uh, kind of the second phase of that war here. If you haven't been following that, started happening this past weekend. And so a lot of bombings, a lot of killings, a lot of Palestinians being killed in response to that October 7th invasion by the Hamas terrorists, you know, in by... Uh, <laughs> by land, by sea, and by motorized, you know, aircraft, uh, one man aircraft, just insane how that all went. But what you're seeing in general now with the kind of storylines here with this guy making this, you got crazy people living wherever they want and doing whatever they want, including stealing. A backhoe. How about, no, not a backhoe, but a uh, excavator. How about you're the guy in the job site and you go back to your job site and you're like, oh, did we not pay the excavator rental bill? 
Oof, this isn't good. Where do you think it went? Well, let's follow the tracks down the street here. We'll be able to follow those for a little bit anyway. Because, you know, when those tracks go down asphalt, they leave that clear path. Yeah, let's follow it. All right, looks like he's going to the park. Yep, it's in the park. Yeah. Hey, we found your excavator. Where was it? Well, guy was going to build himself a, a little bit of a retreat cabin middle of the dog park. Absolutely nuts. But it shouldn't be shocking at all. This is what people voted in in Seattle. This is what you get. And now you're upset because your park's getting ripped apart. This is what you wanted. You wanted tolerance. You wanted compassion. Now you need to be compassionate for, you know, <laughs> Mr. Cabin Builder Boy with this excavator. I mean, that guy's got to build his cabin somewhere. He just happened to pick your park. So let's get that inclusivity going. Let's go down there and get my hand. Help a brother out. I mean, he's only got pallets and an excavator. I really think we need to relook at this and we really need to rethink and reimagine our park policy in Seattle. Yeah. All right. Could you imagine showing up at the park with your kid and there's just some whacked out nut job pulling down with the excavator and he just goes all in, goes down over the hill. Where's that guy going? Don't know. Let's get the up out of here. Right? <laughs> absolutely insane. All right. That's it for me. But if you've made it this far, make sure you enter into our, we're giving away a couple of these bad boys that have literally sat right here. Socialism works for those who don't. There's a link in the description of this YouTube video. You can figure out how to do it. Love to have you uh, get one of these bad boys because they are fun because socialism works for those who don't. Huh? Weird. Thanks again for being here. We'll catch up in the next one. Bye for now. <laughs>